And so her life has really taught me to, one, do for you, do for you first, and be happy with what you have, and be in the spirit, always, of trying to give your whole self away. Rain Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Supernova. Storytelling at its best. Meet creatives that are doing what they love and changing the world at the same time. Hear stories that will grow your business and your life. We are going to unleash tips and hacks and words of wisdom to help you tap into your inner brilliance. I'm Nova Lorraine, founder of Rain Magazine and award-winning designer and author of the companion book to our show, Unleash Your Supernova. Today, we are speaking with Christopher Johnson Hoyle about how to ask for what you want. In the book, I discuss your want list. And today we're going to delve into, well, how to ask what you really want for in life. Christopher Johnson Hoyle is trained in art direction and has over 15 years experience in the fashion industry, including magazine publishing, creative direction, and graphic design. Christopher was also appointed by the mayor of Washington, D.C., as the former chairman of the Commission on Fashion Arts and Events, providing recommendations as well as advising the D.C. government on initiatives that support the cultivation and growth of fashion designers. Welcome, Christopher. Hey, Neva. How are you doing? (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on your show. (laughs) I'm good. As you know, we're trying something a little new this morning. We're, We're recording, guys. We're recording listeners at the crack of dawn. So you got to excuse Christopher <laughs> for the talk voices or anything else that happens this morning. It's a little early. Oh, goodness. Mm. So excited to have you. And for our listener, I'm just going to let them in on a little secret. Christopher started many moons ago as an intern for Rain Magazine and worked his way up to be senior editor before departing to try a new, new skill or I guess to have new experiences in the industry as an art director and graphic designer. But I just have to share that because he was one of the best team members I've ever had with the magazine and just was running it, doing everything amazing while he was with our team. And he's still a part of the family. So once a Rain team member, always a Rain team member. But one of the highlights with Christopher being on the team was orchestrating the photo shoot of Priyanka Chopra. And that was pretty early on. <laughs> that was, Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. If you uh, go to rainmagazine.com, check out the cover issue with Priyanka Chopra. That was Christopher's magic. So he's amazing. He also did the art direction for our bold issue of Rain Magazine. So you can see some of his graphic design and art direction there, which is the industry that he's focusing on now. So... Again, I'm excited to have you. It's been a minute and it might get crazy because, you know, when you and I get together, it's a a lot of laughs. Yeah. But let's delve into asking for what you want. I'm super excited to talk about this with you today because you've had so many twists and turns in your career, exploring and discovering what you want in life. But because this is about storytelling, we're going to delve into a story. I would like you to share something where you had an aha moment or overcome something that seemed really impossible to get through to get what you want. So can you share something with us? Yeah, I'd love to do that. But before I do, Nova, I just want to, and I think this kind of connects into this story, 
a little bit as well. And I've shared this with you in the past. I just want to thank you. As a young adult, I remember, because I live here in Washington, D.C., I remember coming across the Key Bridge and I said I wanted to be in fashion, but I wanted to be what I consider back in fashion, which is more of the publishing, the creative design, so on and so forth. And life presented me with you and you really have been such a mentor in my life. You continue to be a mentor in my life with every talk that we have. I feel like I take something away from you. And so I just have to say thank you for giving me the opportunity all those many years ago and also continuing to be in my life as a mentor, as a friend, and to continually challenge me both in our working relationship in the past and our friendship. So I just want to start our conversation with a thank you because uh, we oh, never say thank you I enough. Yes, I so agree that. And thank you. Goodness. It was for our listeners. We met at a fashion conference and he was introduced to me by a really good friend of mine who supported me when I was first launching my fashion business in New York City. And she's an attorney in the fashion space, a copyright and trademark attorney. So we were at the conference and she said, Nova, I'd like to introduce you to someone. And it was Christopher. And by how he shook my hand, I knew this was someone that I needed to talk to further. And we ended up having a long conversation after the conference and the rest is history. And so you just never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to get introduced to. And the moments when you do really take that opportunity to make yourself stand out. And that was something that I remembered when we first were introduced and just that small gesture made me want to pay attention and get to know you more. So, but anyway, I am super grateful also for you in my life. And it was a pleasure having on the team when we did, and you did some incredible things for Rain. So thank you as well. And just bookending on that, just for listeners, because I know we have a tendency to believe that we're not getting our green lights in life. I was not supposed to be at that conference that day, folks. I didn't want to be at that conference that day, but I went begrudgingly because a girlfriend of mine said I needed to be there. And so life is very funny in the way that it lines people up to meet, to do other things that need to be done. So I will book in that and I will go into my story. Something that has been really super hard for me, Nova, over the last at least five to seven years. So while I was not very close to my eldest sister, Carla, she has been such an inspiration in my life. I'm actually looking at a picture of her right now. But Carla is 32 and she passed away about five years ago now and she died unexpectedly. And I swear when she died, it shook the foundation of my life. And Carla was also mentally disabled. And I believe that was one of the reasons why we weren't maybe as close as we could have been. But I believe our relationship was timely. It was in the way that it was supposed to be and the spirit that it needed to be at that moment in my life. And I can't tell you, this woman, this young lady has changed my life in ways I can't even begin to imagine. It's funny, but I always thought I had life tied up in a box. Unpacking that for a second, what do I mean by life tied up in a box? Well, my name is Christopher Johnson Hoyle, and I have had all of these opportunities in life to come, go, go around the world, be paid to do so, 
to be able to live my dreams and outwardly, I think in the public eye, that looks appealing because those are the things that we are taught that we're, we should be doing. We should be chasing down our dreams and going here or there to and fro and meeting people in fashion, culture and technology, all things which I've had an opportunity to do, people that are at the highest level of their industry. And here Carla is, 32 years old, and she never had any of those opportunities as far as I know. And then she dies unexpectedly. In her death, what I have learned over the last five to six years is that it was not I that had life tied up in a box. It was always her because she has always been the master. She has always been the teacher looking backwards now. Life is not always about having all the accolades and coming and going and making the most money and having the most cars. Sometimes life is about sitting quiet and learning the little lessons that are put in front of you. And I believe that her life has taught me to be grateful for everything that I have. And more importantly, what her life has truly taught me is to give away everything that I have, emotionally, financially, spiritually, because there's no use in holding on to anything. During those five years, I went through a real tough time of evaluating life because in my head, Carla and I were always going to be together. I felt like at some point she and I would even live together and continue our lives together. And then, of course, when she died, I realized all of this trying to accumulate this, that, and the fourth was for naught because there was no one else to accumulate it for but myself at this point. And so her life has really taught me to, one, do for you, do for you first, and be happy with what you have, and be in the spirit always of trying to give your whole self away and give it away to anyone that'll listen, anyone that will hear you. And it's not so much in doing so do you wonder, is anyone going to listen? Don't worry about if anyone will listen to you. Just do it because you never know who your story might touch and what they may go on to create with your story. That's so true. Mm -hmm, exactly. And I think everyone, I believe, sometimes gets so caught up. And I've learned this from you. I am learning this from you, Nova. We get so caught up in the outcome. And the truth is, you just need to get caught up in doing the damn thing. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Don't worry about the outcome. Because if you look back at the breadth of your life, what you will realize is that when you are caught up in the flow, when you are just doing life hands, everything that is required to make it happen back to you. And it happens in ways that you can't even understand. I mean, literally things appear out of nowhere. People that you didn't think that you would be able to have access to will all of a sudden be in your life and provide for you to be the engine to take your, your dream to the next level. So I'm going to jump in right there. So you made just two good points in terms of you were saying being the flow, stay in the flow, give away what you have. So I want to touch on that as well. And then people will be in your life when you need them to be. So 
And I do remember the time when Carla passed and how challenging that was for you. But as you said, you also had a lot of realizations and aha moments during that time period for your own personal growth. How can people take those suggestions and interpret it in a way where they now are asking for what they want? I think the biggest killer of dreams is our fears. And I think that, I won't say I have a strange way of doing things, Nova. I just, I think I'm just a bulldozer. I look in the mirror and I hate to say this, but I, this is what I do. And I don't know if this is going to be helpful, but I look in the mirror and I say, get over yourself. We've got to get this done. There is a higher purpose here. Everyone has a higher purpose than just sitting around looking crazy all day. And I think sometimes we forget that we are spirit souls first and that we are placed here for a reason. And the reason is much larger than our shadow. And we really have to challenge ourselves daily to grow past our own shadows, to get to the next level, to get to our highest selves. So do you feel that, or or let me ask you, because it sounds like we are the ones that are holding our own selves back for asking what we want. I believe that we are holding ourselves hostage. We live in a culture that says that it's not okay to dream big. I remember as a kid, my father said to me one time, he said, everything for you has to be grander than grand, opulent, bigger than big. And I think when you have people in your life that say things like that, it puts, it's like injecting code into your soul, negative code into your soul that stops you from dreaming and it it kills your dreams and it it stops you from asking. And the one thing I have learned as a 42-year-old adult is I haven't met a God around me yet. There is no one in my vicinity, my orbit that snaps their fingers and the world levitates around them. We are literally all just human beings trying to make it till Tuesday. (laughs) Literally everyone, and and it doesn't matter at what level you're at. You can be the highest, the middle, or the low. We are literally all trying to make it to tomorrow. And so what that means for my life is I have the freedom now, knowing that we are literally all on the same playing field, despite what appearances may be, that I can ask for what I want. And all you're going to say are one of five things, or two of five things. Yes, no, maybe, I'll get back to you and perhaps to others. But there's not much there, folks. It's either going to be yes or no, maybe. And the no's are not always designed to be no. Sometimes the no's are actually green lights that push you to something better. So Mm. don't ever believe that the no is the end of the story. I cannot tell you how many no's I have received in my life, both in my career, personally. And let me tell you, every time I received a no, it pushed me in a different direction where I received a yes that ended up being better than the no would have ever been. So don't ever think that those are bad for you. Yeah, well, let's talk about one of those times where you asked for what you wanted and either that you received the no and it turned into something more amazing or you received the yes. So I wanted to go to fashion school to be a designer and because I... As my father says, everything has to be grander than grand. (laughs) 
I applied to the best art school, or one of the best art schools in the world. I applied to a couple of them, Central St. Martin's for their women's wear fashion program. Unfortunately, I didn't make it into that program. There were a couple of other certificate courses that they did grant me entry into, but I really took that hard because I felt like at the moment when I was creating my portfolios to send to their tutors to review, I felt like I was really in my flow and I felt like I was doing the best design work that I could or sketch work to show them that, hey, I'm really interested in being a student here and I think I would really be an asset to Central St. Martin's in the future. Well, unfortunately, they didn't see that which does not necessarily mean that my work was bad. It just means that at that moment in time, they didn't see in me what they needed. So that was definitely a no, but it continued to push me further into my graphic design career. And that has been really rewarding for me. And it allows me to be a creative, perhaps not a creative in the way I thought. And I think sometimes we have to understand people that the life that you believe that you designed for yourself is not necessarily the life that is meant for you. It doesn't mean that you can't be a creator because by nature we are all creators. And creating doesn't always mean that you're a fashion designer. Sometimes creating means that you're an architect. Sometimes creator means that you're a public speaker of some sort, creating words for people to hear that affects them. So sometimes we really have to think out of the box about what it means to be what we believe we want to be. Another time when I received a no, I grew up and I was a, a student at the Richmond City Ballet under Pedro Zelay, and I probably would have been a beautiful dancer if I would have really buttoned down to do and train in the way that I needed to. But unfortunately, at that time in my life, Nova, I just didn't have the backbone to compete. And ultimately, when I went for scholarship, VCU for university, I was denied. And I think that really broke my heart at that time in my life because it was something that I loved to do. I loved dance. I loved it at that time in my life. But it pushed me in another direction. And the funny thing about life, people, is that and I'll use you, Nova, and our relationship and how we met. If I would have became a dancer, you and I would have never met at all because I'd be somewhere else now, and so would you. And so again, life and timing is really interesting and really funny because I believe life, and when I say life, what I really probably mean in lay terms is God. I call God life. Life understands the great design of things and how nature and people need to move and work together. And when one thing falls apart, something else comes together. And so is the case with our relationship. All those years as a young man, I wanted to be a ballet dancer. Well, life didn't see that in the cards for me, but life realized that I needed to be at a different place at a different time to meet other people that have been important in my life. You have been important in my life. You've been pivotal to my life, some of the decisions I've made. And adding to that, our relationship has shaped me into a different person. And so again, just going back to what I was saying, don't always think that the no's 
are really no's. Sometimes they really are green lights to getting to you to where you need to go to get what you're supposed to get in this life. But we get in our way by overthinking it. And I am accused of that all the time. Don't overthink it. Just do it. (laughs) Take your no and keep moving because there's a lesson to be learned in it. Always. Always, always. I echo that. And thank you for sharing those stories, by the way. I think oh, <laughs> those are really impactful for Girl, our listeners. I'm sorry. I was a little long-winded there. No, no. It's all good. It's all good. We're reaching the part in the show where I turn the mic over to you and you become the host for a few minutes and you get to ask me questions. And then we're going to follow up with questions from our listeners. So, Christopher, on the topic of ask for what you want, what would you like to ask me? A question that I want to ask you, Nova, as someone that looks up to you, and I've had an opportunity to share and see what it is that you have done with your life, what it is that you are doing with your life. How have you become comfortable asking for what you want? Because you haven't gotten to where you are by not asking for what you want. Oh, that's a really good question. I think when you mentioned not too long ago about getting in you know, how we get in our own heads and and we become the very thing that holds us back from what we are. I feel that when those moments happen, I absolutely don't ask or don't get what I want. But when I move into a space of knowing, when I say to myself, this is going to happen and I let it go and own it and embrace it as if it's my name or my birth date or where I was born. It is a fact. It is not a maybe if or a but or it is a fact. I want to go to fashion design school. It wasn't, I hope to go to fashion design school. I will go to fashion design school. So I think how we speak about what we want to ourselves is the first step. Like that's super important. Are you owning it? Are you embracing it? Are you in a place of knowing that you have it, that is happening? Or are you in a place of still wanting or hoping? And it's a maybe this lofty idea in the sky that you might be able to attain. And so over the years, especially, I know that I have to be in a place of knowing for that thing to happen. So for example, the book, Unleash Your Supernova, it was a seed that I planted a few years ago. And I said, I want to write a book to help people with my stories. And actually you were instrumental in that because we would talk often and I would share a story of my journey. And then you were one of those individuals that said, hey, you should write that down. So many people can learn from that. And I heard that often enough where I took a moment and as intimidating as it was to write a book, I said, you know what? You know, they're right. And I could touch so many more people if it was in the form of a book as opposed to one-on-one discussions. And I happened to remember something that I could share that could be helpful to them. And I just started brainstorming ideas of a book title as if this book is here or it's going to be here. And I started asking friends their opinions about what I should call this book (laughs) that I hadn't even started writing yet. And then I created a table of contents, which has changed drastically from that initial point to where I am now. But I was moving as if it happened or is happening by creating a title, by creating a, a table of contents, by reaching out and speaking to authors to figure out what that next step was going to be. And I think that's what helps me when I ask for what I want. I wanted to do a TED Talk. And so I said, 
I'm doing a TED Talk. I don't know when, I don't know how, but this is something that I want and it's going to happen. And I think just speaking it to your friends, to the universe, to yourself, and again, step into a place of knowing, like let go of the time table, let go of the how, the details of how that's going to materialize. Just know you're going to do it. And this might have been four or five years ago when I was fascinated with TED Talks and said, you know what? I want to do a TED Talk and I'm going to do one. And then I had to let it go. And when I was fiercely trying, nothing happened. But when I moved into a space of, you know what? This is going to happen and I'm okay with when it happens. And I was offered to do a TED Talk right when the lockdown happened for COVID. And so again, (laughs) it was like, That was the last time, like the last time period that I would think this would happen for me. And it took years, but it was something that I knew and I let it go. So that's what helps me. Something I wanted to add to that, and I just want to get your thoughts on it also, because it flowed throughout your story. I think it is so interesting, and you and I talk about this a lot, how life moves in mysterious ways. And by that, what I mean is life, God, whatever you want to call it, you don't even have to believe in it. I just can tell you that it's happening around you. You can call it neutrons, electrons, I don't care what you call it. But there is this force that moves around us all the time. And it is very connected into our thoughts, our emotions. And when you are open to it, allowing to be a part of you and to co-create with you. All these sort of synchronicities happen. Like you were talking about a moment ago, the conversations that we would have. And I would say, you should write this down. Or the times when friends would say to you, oh, you should do a book. All these things are life moving in your orbit to help influence you to move in the path that it is asking you to grow in. What are your thoughts about that? Because I know we talk about sort of synchronicity and all the kind of funny things that happen in our lives like this, but I really believe it is a force that is moving around us all the time, is really asking us to grow in out of our shadow and into the light. Yeah, no, I agree. And you mentioned in their story about being a dancer. And if you were a dancer, you wouldn't be where you are now. And my professional journey started off with me pursuing my PhD in clinical psychology. I was in grad school when I had that vision of helping people through my love of fashion. And I had to make a decision to leave what I thought was a dream for so many years, because this was something that in high school that I claimed that I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to help children. And I made it through undergrad and here I am in grad school. And then life changes again. But There were synchronicities, as you mentioned. There were signs that were leading up to that moment that helped me make that decision to pivot from traditional academia and help people through my love of creating, my love of fashion, my love of communication. And some of those synchronicities were I had gotten engaged after undergrad and I took a year off and I had my first job, my first real job. And months into the job, I questioned myself and I said, you know what? This was a very interesting experience and there were a lot of things that I loved about it, but there were things that I really, really didn't enjoy about the environment. And I asked myself if there was anything I could do in the world and I wasn't worried about what people thought 
or how much money I made or anything like that, but it was just what I really, really wanted to do. And fashion design popped in my head. And, you know, to set the stage, I was in the middle of a state that's not that fashionable. <laughs> I grew up in Connecticut. I, remember, I was yeah. in the middle of Connecticut, in the middle of cows, because this was in stores in the country. And I had no mentors, no industry contacts, nothing attached to the fashion industry. And that's what came to mind. And my parents were extremely instrumental in influencing my sense of style and desire for quality and beauty. And they would purchase clothes from Europe and things like that. They were extremely well-made that would last a lifetime. So that definitely influenced my perspective of fashion. But here I was, a student in a PhD program, clinical program, science program, wanting to do fashion design. But when I look back at that aha moment when I you know, had taken that year off between grad and undergrad and, and some of the things that happened thereafter, there was a woman I worked with. She was the accountant at that company. And so funny how people are introduced to your life in certain moments. And I remember sharing with her this sort of this answer that came to me when I had asked myself, I said, I want to do fashion design. Is this crazy? You know, I wanted to sort of bounce it off someone else. And she was so thrilled about this desire that I had. And she introduced me to a friend of hers who was a designer in New York. And that led to other things, which helped me create a portfolio that was good enough to get into the top schools in the world as related to fashion design. And even though I didn't decide to go, I decided to pursue my PhD. Instead, the universe, God, my own inner self, kept knocking on the door saying, mm, no, this path isn't for you. And this is how you're going to help people. And I was directed to finish my degree early. So I do have my master's in clinical psychology, which has been so, so impactful in my career since then, and moved to New York City to study fashion design. So I you know, say to our listeners, really pay attention to those little things that you might brush off. Excuse me, those aha moments, the people that you meet in your life, Tell everyone what you want to do. And that's something I mentioned in the book as well. Whoever you meet, it could be a stranger in an elevator. Use that opportunity to your advantage to share your dream. And the more you talk about it, the more real it becomes. And everyone conspires to help you. You'd be surprised. The people you know the least will sometimes make the greatest impact. So I echo your sentiment about the synchronicities and messages and signs that are brought to us and And many times those are through people to pay attention to the people in your life and the strangers that you cross on the street. A thumbs up on all of that, because at the end of the day, we're really getting more green lights than we believe that we're getting. I think sometimes we have a have this thought, this mindset that we're not getting what we want out of life. And it may appear that way, but through introspection, sitting down, meditating, looking at your life as a whole, you really are getting more than what you believe you are. It just really takes sitting down and looking at your life. And also, my mom used to tell me, Christopher, don't wish your life away. And now I understand that. There has to be action in everything that you do, folks. You cannot sit at home and think that you are going to be Mark Cuban without putting it in the work. Everything that ever happened, happens because there is energy behind it. Energy means creation. And if you're just sitting there thinking about something, then you're not putting anything out. Don't worry about how it's going to get done. Just do it. 
And something else that I've learned from you, Nova, is, and I have a bad habit of this, is sometimes I want to do everything all at once. But the truth is, people, we're not designed to do everything all at once. We can hardly multitask. So that means is that you do one small thing at a time. And those little small things will add up to one big, great thing in time. That's right. Well, this is a perfect time to transition to the questions from our listeners. So I'm going to take the mic back, Mr. Host. (laughs) And thank you. Those have been really great questions. And I want to make sure we get to our listeners' questions before we have to go. So this is from Hannah. And she's asking, I would like to hear about your progression from one job to another and how that fit into your life at the time. What inspired the transition? And then also uh, just a little about how to enter the market as a new designer. So of course, that's a big question, but I'll read it one more time. She'd like to hear your progression from one job to another, how that fit into your life at the time, what inspired the transition, and then also about how to enter the market as a designer. Okay, so I will talk about the progression of my life because I even believe that was a little interesting. And it sounds a little hokey, and perhaps it is, but... Again, as a young adult, I said I wanted to be in fashion. Uh, Fashion has always been a part of my life. It's part of my parents' lives. And so naturally, I had the fashion bug. But, you know, I grew up watching Vogue, watching Susie Minkes on fashion TV, Tim Blanks, so on and so forth. Life is really interesting. Timing sometimes does play into life. It's being at the right place at the right time and being introduced to the right people. But every job that I have had since Rain Magazine has happened with little to no effort, honestly. And I want to believe that's because I have been in my flow. And by that, what I also mean is that I have been moving in the direction that life needs for me to grow out of my own shadow, get out of my way and just do what needs to be done. And I believe when you are are walking in that spirit, Hannah, I believe that life just opens up doors and things happen and you meet people that you wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to meet, but you bump into them on the train and you get to talking about this, that, and the fourth. And before you know it, you're in their office being interviewed for position at the newspaper or whatever it is. My life has, I tell people all the time, I didn't necessarily think that this was going to be my life. I really thought I was going to be a dancer. But one thing led to the next thing after the next thing, and it was just easy. And that's something else that I take notice to in my life. I try not to go against the water at this point. If it seems like it is going above stream or going upstream and everything is being put in my way, It's either one of two things. It is life trying to say to me, this is not your path, which is why I keep putting roadblocks in front of you. I need for you to look at over here to the left. This is where I need for you to look. Or it is really, those roadblocks are really designed to see if you really, really, really want what you say you want. Are you really about it? Is this what you really want? Because if it is, this is what you need to get do to get from A to B. And for me, because I was in my flow as a young adult, 
things just sort of naturally progressed and they just naturally happened. I met the right people. I was introduced to the right people and things happened from there because I always knew how to talk about me thereafter and what it is that I wanted. In terms of my how to get into the industry, I am not a, a fashion designer, but uh, what I can say and I've noticed in my life is that if you can find a mentor that is in the industry, I think that is always helpful. And that can be for fashion, that can be for technology, that can be for finance. If you can find or meet someone that's already in the industry that has been doing it for a while, I think that can be tremendously helpful in your life. And that is what Nova Lorraine has been for me. She took me under her wing and showed me the ropes, and that is how my life progressed. I am a real advocate for having mentors, people that are already doing the thing that you want to do. So how do you meet those people? You can reach out to them on LinkedIn. You can meet, reach out to them on Instagram, wherever they have a presence. I think that you should try to get in touch with them and be passionate about why it is that you want their time. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's busy. And so I need to know why it is we need to connect. Going back to life, Life will speak through you to give you favor, folks, and make people move the way that is needed in your life. Don't ever forget your favor. Yes. No, I'm going to jump in. That was amazing. And I love that you brought up the fact about the mentors. When I started, I, well, actually, I had an amazing mentor for psychology, which guided me through undergrad and uh, was instrumental in, in my success in grad school. But I did not have a mentor in fashion when I started in the industry, or even when I launched Rain Magazine, I did not have a mentor. And years into launching Rain, I met the most incredible gentleman. He was in the venture capital space, finance, and it was just an angel that he was sent to me and he mentored me. And the mentorship lasted for just a few years because he passed unexpectedly. But it, his passing did help me grow even more than I would ever expect. And his mark is still with me. And so I know the journey without and I know the journey with. And so for our listeners, please, you know, take those words to heart. Look for someone that you know and and or stranger and reach out to them and be authentic and honest with them and what you want to do and accomplish. And, and as I mentioned, when you share your dream with someone, that passion, that emotion, it really touches that other person and they want to help you even in the smallest way. So don't take that for granted just by speaking what you want to individuals, may you know them or not. I'm going to unfortunately have to wrap this up. This was such an incredible conversation. I know you're super busy, Christopher, and you have to go. And so I want to be respectful of your time. I want to thank you again for joining us here on Unleash Your Supernova, sharing insight, amazing insight on how to ask for what you want. I thank our listeners for joining us for another episode. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can connect obviously via LinkedIn, um, via rainmagazine.com to, if you want Christopher back, if you have any more questions for him, I'd be happy to connect you with our guest. In the meantime, Christopher, if you can share how people can best get in touch with you, if they want to reach out to you directly for questions or possibly to be a mentor, how could they best reach you? Yeah, so the best way to reach me, because uh, I'm not really on social media these days. Actually, no, I am. I don't have a big presence, but it's at Lee Hoyle, at L-E-E, -E, Hoyle, H-O-Y-L-E. 
and I'm on Instagram, or you can reach out to me through my email again at Lee Hoyle, Lee period Hoyle at LeeHoyle.com. And I'd be happy to chat with you. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that uh, is listening. And I hope that something that we have said, I have said that Nova said will touch you positively in your life to make you ask for what it is that you want and activate your own greatness. I love it. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thank you again, listeners, for joining us at another episode of Unleash Your Supernova. If you want to dive deeper in asking for what you want and putting together that want list, definitely get the book Unleash Your Supernova via all major bookstores and Amazon. And until next time, this is Nova Lorraine and this is Unleash Your Supernova, the podcast. Take care.